Timu. Hi, Brandy. Hi, welcome to the Green Fork Collective Podcast. How are you today? I'm I'm wonderful. Amazing. Okay, I'm so honored to have you on the podcast. Um, I am going to give the listeners a little, you know, backstory uh, from your bio. So Timu Mosley is a mother of three, a teacher, a kitchen alchemist, a yogi of over 20 plus years, and founder of Holistic Shine, established in 2014, and Uchu Botanical, established in 2018. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yes, you are. Okay, okay, Thank you. great. And so you were introduced to a vegan lifestyle in 1995 and quickly became passionate about a holistic approach to this new way of eating and living. And this is coming straight from Tumu's bio, which I love. Um, I've read a few times. So tell us a little bit about how you started on this path of wellness. Yeah, well, I was I was actually giving it some thought, and I always start um, about 25 years ago in 1995, nine, early part of 1996, um, when I met my o- older children. I have two adult children, okay. and I met their their father, and um, he um, brought the vegan lifestyle to me. He had mm-hmm. been vegan for maybe a year or two um, prior to our um, coming together and was really following um, the teachings of Elijah Muhammad and how to eat to live. So he Mm -hmm. had embarked on that journey for himself. And when I met him, I had already um, started letting go of eating meat and then um, cheese was like the last thing that I was mm-hmm. kind of holding on, holding on to. And, cheese is hard. Um, yeah. And he just, you know, prepared meals for me and just started showing me like there's alternatives that can just be amazing and delicious. Mm-hmm. I definitely was reflecting as I've always been a foodie. Um, yes. You know, since I could remember, I really... Um, you know, created my days around what I was going to eat and, mm-hmm. um, you know, had certain favorites, you know, that um, family members would make. And, you know, when I learned how to cook, I, you know, became really, you know, attached to these recipes and even went through a fast food binging phase, but it was oh. very intentional yes. around, you know, this is the food, this is the drink, this is the day I'm going to have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Your cheat day. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I, I guess at, at 12 years old, it wasn't a cheat day. It was just no, a cheat day. It was 12. just my <laughs> lifestyle yes. um, for yeah. a period of time. But yeah, okay. so I would say about 25 years ago, um, wow. he introduced me and then I just really started looking at how, um, you know, many diseases, mm-hmm. um, chronic diseases that um, especially plague, um, you know, the black community, how they can be, um, you know, reversed, if not yes. supported through changing the diet. and. Mm-hmm. I had I had danced with um, vegetarianism through, you know, towards the end of high school and college, but um, more because I was really an animal rights act, um, activist and okay. um, really felt strongly about not eating meat for that reason. But it mm-hmm. wasn't until my until 
um, yeah, until switching to veganism and really looking at um, kind of my my long term health vision for myself. Okay, so you you were introduced by your um, elder kid's father, which is amazing because mm-hmm. I think that's really how. Um, things start in terms of being introduced and someone opening your eyes to a new way of living and being and nurturing yourself and nurturing your body. Um, I've interviewed quite a few people um, in my career and one of the things that I'm most passionate about is finding out like how did you get started? You know, who mm-hmm. influenced you? Who Who were your inspirations? Because we all have people that have introduced us to a better way of living, who have introduced us to a way of living that's more mindful, a way yes. of living that allows us to, you know, show up and to give more um, to our kids, to our family, to ourselves, first and foremost. And I love that because I remember too, having an experience with a guy who was actually considered a five percenter. So something yes. along that lines of the Elijah yes. Muhammad and he mm-hmm. was vegan. And I remember not being able to go out to eat because he would not go to certain places. Okay. <laughs> and he started to educate me because I've been vegetarian for 18 plus years, but then pescatarian too, because sometimes mm-hmm. I was getting too skinny, but mm-hmm. I, under, I understand that language in terms of someone kind of open you, opening you up and introducing you to that. And, and that's amazing too, because the connection and the bond that you guys share with the children, your relationship, and that the whole wellness journey, you know, to your point of having someone kind of open your eyes and say, hey, well, what about this? You know, this is good. This is good for you, which I think yes. is really important. I love that. And I read, yes. I read up well, about... Well, can I, can I yes. share something? Absolutely. So actually, he, he was following How to Eat to Live, but mm-hmm. was actually a five percenter. And so okay. when I met him, we became... Um, you know, part of the community of gods and earths in um, the Bay Area and Mm -hmm. um, connected to um, the families. And I would say, I wouldn't say everyone was vegetarian or vegan, but definitely Mm -hmm. there was a mindfulness around wellness and not only what you eat, but how you, you know, um, the products you used on your body and your home and how you birthed and raised your children. So it was definitely a holistic way in which um was being cultivated through um yeah through this meeting and then raising um you know creating and raising our our two children together yeah. actually his daughter as well three children that, that that's yeah. amazing because i know when i think about that too i used to be like oh well what's this or or what are you guys doing like i would meet a lot of people too as well and i had mm-hmm. no I had no recollection, no understanding of 5%er or anything in terms of that world before I met him. And I learned so much. I learned, I was just taking it all in, soaking it up Mm -hmm. like a sponge. I remember like, oh my God, okay, this is great. And then my mother, um, who had Graves' disease, um, was not in great health because of not having the strength to change her diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then losing my grandfather to diabetes, which is also mm-hmm. a preventable disease, really was when I started to look at things very different. Because I'm thinking, oh, well, why can't you just stop eating the bacon, daddy? And it was just right. like a whole yeah. a whole Pandora's box. Like it's not just yes. the bacon, you know, it's, yeah. it's it goes deeper than the bacon. 
Yeah. And that's why I, I love what, what you do with Holistic Shine and, and what you share on social media. I don't follow a lot of people, but I do follow um, some amazing human beings that I can learn from in terms of wellness and, you know, wanting to know more mm-hmm. about your story. And I, and I yeah. love that. And I love your cute little son that used to be online all the time. He was so cute. I know he's <laughs> yeah. a lot bigger now, but he was so cute. I'm like, oh, yeah, I and I have him. to get permission to post anything um, oh, at yeah. this point. It's don't post unless you have my yes. permission. <laughs> yes, I don't have any teenagers anymore. My son is 20, ooh, look at me, 28, 27. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so I love seeing him on there. I'm like, oh, he's so cute because, you know, I love to yeah. see the kids on there. But you definitely have to get their permission now. Yes. That's, that's yeah. good. You know, they, they need to. That's good, you know, because that's yeah. um, boundaries and self-awareness. Yes, so exactly. I love that. Exactly. I love that. So, Tamu, tell me, like, a little bit about what has been your experience in the wellness space. Now, are you originally from Oakland or from the Bay Area? I am. Yeah, okay. I was born. I was born. I have a twin sister. We were born at Kaiser Hospital in Oakland, mm-hmm. and and we were raised in Berkeley um, for I the first Berkeley. part of our 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 life and then lived in Sacramento for a few years okay. and then moved back to Oakland and I've I've lived for the most part in Oakland um, went to school in Santa Cruz came back lived in Alameda for a little while mm-hmm. came I now I reside in East Oakland in my family home okay um, and yeah Oakland is great yes. but growing up in Berkeley how I mean I've been obsessed with Berkeley since yeah I was a young girl. I have no idea why. It's probably because of the the way that they live. You know, they say, mm-hmm. for lack of better words, very granola. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm from Minneapolis. Well, Michigan, by way of Minneapolis, I went to college and just stayed there. But they're very much like that as well, like that whole granola co-op. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, that it was. <laughs> that was my upbringing. Yeah. Uh, my mom was part of women's groups, and mm-hmm. we sh- we shopped at the co-op, which is now Whole Foods. And oh, really? Um, we we ate cream cheese and sprout sandwiches and tofu. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is you know my parents. My parents are from Texarkana, Arkansas, and they came to California to pretty much create a new life um, mm-hmm. outside of um, very intense racial divide in um, in Texarkana and mm-hmm. um, and left kind of pretty much left behind their southern traditions roots mm-hmm. I forget they're southern <laughs> at times oh yeah <laughs> they're Baptist they're they were both raised Baptist you know in different churches yes, well. <laughs> and yeah um, but we came here and it was like Berkeley, you know, um, all the way, time mm-hmm. and nature and connecting with, <clears throat> you know, all the amazing places there are to go in California yeah. to um, be with the redwood trees and the ocean and everything. So, yeah, um, yeah. I love everything about that. I, I, I've been very drawn to that area. My sister actually lives mm-hmm. in L.A. Um, mm-hmm. and I've only been out there once, but I, but I do. And my aunt, you, you know, she lived out there. My aunt Frankie lived out in California for forever. And mm-hmm. I never went to visit her. But so circling back, um, so you're yes. from the Bay Area and you were raised in Berkeley, which is amazing. Um, how has your experience as a woman of color been in the wellness space? Because there's been a lot to say about taking your seat at the table 
you know, someone pulling out a chair for you at the table. How would you describe your experience in terms of your wellness journey in the Bay Area, in California? How, how has that journey been for you and what kind of experiences mm. have you had? Oh, that's so interesting. I've never thought about that because <laughs> I kind of stay on the periphery of it all. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Um, but I will say, so when I started, you know, shifting my lifestyle and my eating, I, you know, was surrounded by amazing families that were doing the same thing. And mm -hmm. also um, folks that were a little bit older than me offering, um, I remember going to a class with um, a woman, her name's Asara Sahai, mm -hmm. and she was she wrote a little wellness, Radiant Health, and she was teaching a, a little workshop, but I went to listen and I just felt like I surrounded myself with um, inspiring um, women, families mm -hmm. who were on the wellness path as well. It wasn't trendy to do any of these things that sure. you know, 25 years ago, but um, felt very passionate about um, about this movement to be, you know, more in alignment with our health and our well-being. Um, and but in terms of the wellness community, I will say that I um, well, a lot of wellness spaces that I participate in are are. Um, or have been in the past mostly white. Mm -hmm. And I have um, somehow something inside of me said, you know, I'm entitled to this workshop, this retreat, yep. this information, just as much as anyone else. And Absolutely. so it never inhibited me from going and showing up and participating, even if there was no one like me there. Mm -hmm. um, yoga classes, like I said, retreats. Yes. Um, but then because I also, and, and on that, I also just continued to learn from um, Asara and mm -hmm. um, at the time, um, Nubia Sutton, who's now Lisa Marie Goodson and has her Blackberry Beauty Academy mm -hmm. and Queen Afua. And, yes, I love her. Um, and, you know, continued to cultivate in my community and raising my children, a very mm -hmm. richly diverse, um, beautiful group of people and mothers. Mm -hmm. And and then I would step out of that and go into spaces where, um, where I would um, continue to learn and grow and <clears throat> take care of myself. And mm -hmm. then also be able to um, offer that to um, to my community that I was surrounded with. So, so it sounds like um, you had a good balance yeah, in terms would, of that. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. And, and I, I like just tend, yeah. And I tend not to dive too deep into, um, you know, being a victim of anything. So mm -hmm. I, that, I, that isn't drawn to me. And, and I also don't really kind of, I guess my wellness, um, this wellness business that I'm cultivating is like my second, third, and fourth job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm a teach, a full-time teacher, and okay. um, I work with homeschool families and that community that I work oh, with. Wow. In terms That's of the staff, mm -hmm. um, are nothing like me at all. Um, okay, <clears throat> for the most part, except the fact that we have a passion for supporting homeschool families. Yeah, um, yeah, and. And so I never feel like 
I'm fully part of, I'm, you know, a wellness facilitator and okay. kind of competing with all those dynamics. And so you um, did not pe- feed people. the monster, which no, is good. You did not, not at all. And, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Not that. at all. <laughs> Cause I get asked this question all the time, um, you know, as a host and a producer and as someone that's been vegetarian for a long time, when I lived in Minneapolis, I was one of two black women that got hired at the co-op. I got hired mm-hmm. part-time and I wanted to become full-time, but then I decided to start my own plant-based catering company because I Amazing. felt like it wasn't yeah. Yeah, happening quick enough for me. But I will say my yeah. boss, John, was amazing. I went to this co-op, like I remember my car breaking down <laughs> and having living around the corner from the co-op, I didn't even know it was there. Um, I used to shop at a conventional store. Well, I had to start walking to the store to get my son and I some dinner, obviously. And so I started going over there and I started just browsing and browsing. Mm-hmm. And then I started showing back up and saying, are you guys hiring? Are you guys hiring? Yeah. I'm like, I can get a discount <laughs> on this amazing. food. It's very expensive. So I just kept yes, going back yes. over, going back over. And I remember my old boss, John, was like, okay, you're not going to give up. So are you available these days, these hours? I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I remember just being like, you know, so happy being one of two black women. But I, too, also decided I wasn't going to feed the monster. I was just going to do what I wanted to do. And yes. I was just going to do it. Like my grandma would yes. always say, like, you deserve to be there. to your point earlier. You deserve to be there just as much as anyone else. Yes. As what exactly. she would always say. And I'm yes. like, yep. And so I remember like people ask me all the time, like, oh, how do you feel about this? And what about this? And I said, well. I think I have learned from women that are not black. Um, I have had experiences with women that are of color, um, good, bad, not so great. But I, I choose to give back goodness to all through the podcast. But also yes. if someone comes to me and asks for help, I, I want to give them, I want to be transparent but I also want to say to pave your own way. And that's what yes. I like that you said. You did not feed the monster. You decided yeah. to take your own path, pave your own way, cultivate your own wellness way of being. And and that's what I love because that really is what it's about. Because for you, Timu, what you need may not be what I need and what someone else needs. Now, we can work collectively together and help mm-hmm. and encourage each other. But like we all have unique needs in terms of wellness um, and and the wellness space. So I love that. So thank you so much for that. I love that. So one of my favorite things to do on the Green Fork Collective Podcast is to just kind of ask a few questions um, to lighten it up a bit and just kind of talk about some fun things. And Mm -hmm. the answers are always nice. So if you could name three people that you could have dinner with, dead or alive who would it be and why okay (laughs) (laughs) I was telling my kids last night what I was gonna pick (laughs) (laughs) I try not to think I just grabbed the first people that came to mind rather than thinking too deeply about it yes so Mm -hmm. the first um person that I would have to this dinner party um is Bob Marley and um Love it. A, a, a couple reasons. Um, so when I, it, this was, I was about 19. So what, mm-hmm. like almost 30 years ago, um, I was doing this 
environmental canvassing and we had to sit down and as part of the team building, we got asked if you could have one sandwich and eat <laughs> it with one person dead or alive, who would it be? Yes. I had no idea what I said, but then someone else just built the most amazing sandwich ever. Mm -hmm. and and would choose to have lunch with Bob Marley and I was like why didn't I say that <laughs> like that's a good one <laughs> so whenever I think about the opportunity to sit down and share a meal with someone I always go back to that moment and say next mm -hmm. time I'm choosing Bob Marley so I'm choosing Bob Marley well okay. of course also because he's an amazing musician an amazing yes, activist um, he spoke up about the rights for black people and against the establishment and um, the unity among, um, you know, Africans all over the world. Mm -hmm. and, um, and he's just so beautiful and so sweet and just has such good vibes. I, I want my dinner party to just be mellow vibes and <laughs> true vibes. So, so, so Bob is there for sure. Um, I've already laid out the scene. It's also a warm summer evening, and oh, I've pre prepared the the meal, um, a raw food, like super high vibration feast. So <laughs> I love that. Um, I can yeah. I can see the visual now. I love a good visual. Yes, I love and that. And the second person that came to mind is Lenny Kravitz. Oh so yes, I think invite I, me. I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> right? I love him. I was like, okay, Bob and Lenny together. Small and, obsession. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, I don't particularly follow Lenny, um, you know, and his music now. Of course, I loved his first album and yes. continue to listen to that one. But mm -hmm. what <clears throat> kind of inspires me about him is when he's not living that, that celebrity life, um, I think I had read once that he chose to live in his airstream on the beach in mm -hmm. the Bahamas. And mm -hmm. so I was like, yes, just simple yes. living, connecting to the land and nature. And then um, a few years ago, he did, I think it was three months raw food. And so yep. he shared a little bit about that journey. And his share was like, I'm right there with you because I've done that journey, you know, over the last 10 years and just raising your vibration. And I think yes. one his album possibly was inspired because I think it's something vibration mm -hmm. through that journey. And I was like, Lenny, if I ever get a chance, you know, to prepare a raw food feast for you, please come because I would just love to, to share that having him having had that experience, he he would have a level of appreciation for it. So definitely, and um, he's awesome. I think he's yeah. currently in Hawaii, still raw food is um, really oh, working wow. on. Okay. Yeah, so he bought a place in Hawaii. It was oh, I thought he's, it was Brazil. He's I somewhere he was in Brazil and Brazil. working on the land and, yes. and cultivating the land. Yeah, I think it is Brazil. He was like yeah. out somewhere beautiful and yes. just like. And he's doing like furniture now. He's working with CB. I mean, he's just, yeah. that's a perfect, well, I don't like the word perfect, but he's a great guest because he, yes. he definitely does embody all of that. You know, he yeah. definitely embodies, he's a Gemini. So he's, yeah. he's always trying to learn and grow and shine. So that's, 
I love yes. that about Lenny. Yeah. Okay, those are so Lenny, who was his so Lenny, Well, so Lenny's still here. So Lenny, if you're listening or anyone connected <laughs> to Lenny Kravitz and wants yes. to hook up that feast, I just want to offer the feast and share yes. in good conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it would not then, hurt at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third person, it was interesting. The first, the third person I was going to invite my partner who um is a, an amazing human and a chef and mm -hmm. also a musician um okay. when he has time but i decided because i was like oh i just want to bring one more person in <laughs> and if i yeah. could do it um is george washington carver mm -hmm. and oh my goodness so uh, so many reasons but i remember when my older kids were younger we read this book called a weed is a flower and it was <clears throat> this beautiful children's book about George Washington Carver and it was really sharing how he was so connected to plants and his mm -hmm. um, like a plant whisperer really and yeah so I just thought oh my goodness that is just just opportunity to sit with him and the work he did around um, yeah, the great crop work. crop um, support for crop and creating crops and creating um, rich soil and prevention mm -hmm. of soil depletion, which there's so much. Um, I just watched a documentary not too long ago about really focusing on the creating the, a rich quality of soil, and that's where we need to focus our attention um, mm -hmm. to supporting this planet and to supporting. Um, our vital food is getting our hands back in the soil and creating um, rich soil. So I know George Washington Carver um, kind of paved the way for that. I don't think he gets enough credit for his role in permaculture and mm -hmm. the ways in which people learn today. And then I was also inspired by his, um, I had read once he created a feast at Tuskegee um, all made out of peanut. So all vegan oh, wow. meal, but everything was created from peanut, but it was like peanut milk and possibly some type of peanut tofu or peanut chicken, but mm -hmm. all made from his um, kind of working with the peanut and manipulating that into being like a mock meat and created a meal for, I think, Tuskegee staff members, possibly, mm -hmm. um, where he was at the time. And so, yeah, I would love That's, to I just love that. share space with George Washington Carver and just listen um, to the jewels he has to offer. I think that would be a beautiful um, be a convergence of humans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be a great dinner party because you have a plethora of talent, talented people from, you know, different aspects, different generations, that would be really good. We read a lot about, uh, my grandmother required us, you had to read four books a month about an African-American person. And I remember reading that book. And then we also mm -hmm. had a small community center that was actually, we call it the Carver Center, but it was named after him mm -hmm. in my hometown of Three Rivers, Michigan. Very small, if you blink, you might miss it. Um, but we definitely, we definitely had, I definitely have a connection with him because of that. Because mm, everything mm -hmm. was done at this community center. Yeah. Birthday parties, the, the after funerals, everything was done. Amazing. It was like the only place to, you know, for us to come and to gather. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember that because we had a big stack of books. Yeah. And, you know, they were all in there. I love that. That's great. 
I love that. Yeah, I would definitely love to have dinner with Lenny Kravitz for sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely love that. And he's that. still alive, so so yes. this is possible. This, this continues possible. to be my um, my intention every year. Yes. I'm like, okay, Lenny, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got we got to invite Lenny to dinner or something. Yes. Like, um, okay, I love that. Now. So one of the things that I like to do is just have, you know, an organic conversation, which I love. I like to just kind of be free to talk about things. And I love your I love your journey. I love your path. You know, I love that. Even speaking to you after following you for several years, um, I noticed that your social media is aligned with your purpose and is aligned with who you are as a person. And I, and I appreciate that. I love mm -hmm. that because... I think it's very important that what you're putting out there is aligned with who you really are, yeah. you know, as someone that has children and godchildren and things like mm -hmm. that. I think that's very crucial that, um, you know, it's not about, you know, see me, see me, but more so about a purpose and about, yeah. you know, a, a direction um, and not a hard direction because, you know, you have to kind of let things flow, but just, you know, being being authentic and transparent, whatever that means yes. to you. Yes. So, so I love that. Thank you for that. Now, next question. What's in your fridge that's about to go bad? Now, I know you're <laughs> all, you know, I know you got those sprouts and everything. So what, what, what do you have in there now that's about to go bad or you think it's about to go bad? Um, I would say possibly some mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have like probably right now four different kinds of mushrooms and I'm not the best at storing them. I think you probably there you're supposed to keep them in paper rather than plastic either. bags. And yeah. I just never change that. So they get a little slimy, um, probably more quickly than I would want. I don't eat raw all the time. When I transition out of the 21 days, I do go back to eating cooked foods and I mm -hmm. absolutely love mushrooms and um, not the typical mushrooms that you would see, like portobellas, no, um, the regular standard mushroom, mm -hmm. but more like the ones that are bringing super potent medicine um, in your food, like shiitake, maitake, mm -hmm. lion's mane, um, so many, so many other ones that I have to explore. The reishi is explore. really good too. Yeah, reishi. Um, reishi. Yeah, definitely can't be mm -hmm. eaten, but I do take a reishi powder. Yeah, that's um, what I have too. There's also cordyceps, and these are all edible. So mm -hmm. even just incorporating them into your food um, yeah. is is medicine. It doesn't yes. have to be taken as a supplement, but it can be. And I just love the the um, the texture and the taste, and they're very much like a lot of people say they're not really a plant and they're not an animal they're like somewhere mm -hmm. in between so for well, they're a fungus no yeah yes they are okay. but for for the vegetarian they're like oh, they're see. like kind of like the meat of the the they vegetarian are, I love world it. yeah I, I eat a lot of mushroom but i put the reishi um powder that i have and my smoothies mm -hmm. are in my tea just straight yes. in my tea yes like, and i just drink it and it's good um and then i was uh there's another one sun potion out of California. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I one, um, which one do you take from there? Them. I the matcha, yes. the reishi, and the there's another one, chaga. Oh yeah, I yeah. have their pearl powder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have you seen that? I've seen it's, that. It's one. white pearl powder, and it's like a beauty tonic and a spirit tonic. And I, oh, a I friend turned me on to that. I've been putting that in my 
mixing it with, you know, my rose almond mm -hmm. milk or something. Yeah. I'll have to try that one. I love that. So now I yeah. know online, I see you making that wonderful drink, the bliss one. Yes. What is what? <laughs> so you've been, that's been my favorite. I've seen you were making milk today and I'm like, Ooh, yes, I'm going to talk to her about that one. So what's, what's in that? Tell us about that. Um, oh my that gosh. Very healthy beverage. This is, this is, this was created out of, I don't know, some happenstance. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know if I can hear you, Brandy. Yeah, so oh, I can hear you so now. it starts with the homemade almond milk, okay. and then I juice oranges, ginger, and turmeric. Um, so I juice the okay. juice of the orange and ginger and turmeric. I put that in the blender with banana, now I've been adding um, the um, sea moss gel, and yeah, um, that I, just I bought also some of make. That. Yeah, so I make the sea moss gel. I add okay. that, and then because the for the turmeric, because turmeric is fat soluble, it has to be mm -hmm. combined with a fat. So okay. I add the coconut oil to the smoothie as well to enhance the um, the bioavailability of the turmeric and. It is just like through the roof, delicious. Yeah. And turmeric um, has an amazing mood boosting quality mm -hmm. to it. And um, the ginger and the turmeric and the citrus and the sea moss are all just supporting a healthy vital immune system. So actually my son and I have been just feeling a little bit off with the weather change mm -hmm. and seasonal shift and I made that yesterday and we both drank it and I know I felt like 99.9% .9 better than I did before I drank it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm even sure you just did. boosted my my mood and and just smelling the everything mm -hmm. when you're juicing it also just I feel like that is an aromatherapy experience as well. Yeah, that opens so, that opens you up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, so my son, he's been drinking that for years and whenever mm -hmm. I make it he kind of does a little happy dance when he <laughs> receives it. It's yeah. just totally natural and organic. Then but yesterday, I, I, he'll be 12 in a, okay. in a few weeks, actually. Okay. And I, I kind of did bribe him yesterday. I was like, I just went through all this labor of love for you to make this smoothie. I, <laughs> I do want to take a picture and post it. So I kind of bribed him. And he, he did give me his permission, but he, he's like, okay. it was a little bribery. Yeah, a little bribery. Just a trade little for the smoothie, I get a picture with you and the smoothie. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so. Exactly. You got you, you need the, the marketing. You, your yeah, kid, you get it. Exactly. Just bring it together. He, he was my number one marketing um, person for a while. He wanted he, he would talk about holistic shine all the time and tell me I things I should was share. The cutest. I was oh like, my oh, gosh. he's so cute. <laughs> I, I love that. I was like, well, because I only had one and I wanted to have more, mm -hmm. um, but I never positioned myself to, in, in my mind, you know, like yeah. I had, I worked with kids and God kids and my friends' yes. kids and my nieces. And yes. my, you know, I got a bunch of kids, but I love that. I was like, oh, and then everybody's always like, well, you, you only had one. I'm like, I know, but I yeah. waited. I felt like I waited too long. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, panic yeah. mode. So yeah. I was like, well, you know, I got my fur babies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got my fur babies. Community of kids. So yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I love that. I'm going to make a version of that and then 
I'll reach oh, out yeah. to you and tag you and see what you think. Because oh, I like yeah. all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. And as someone that has an autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to, you know, help my gut health and my energy. Oh, yeah. and, and sometimes I feel like a truck ran over me. Yeah. And I'll have my uh, vitamin minerals or I'll have mm-hmm. my turmeric. You know, mm-hmm. like I do turmeric toddy that helps get me back on my feet oh, with the ginger nice. and the manuka yeah. honey. Oh, so yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll get that going. But I'm always looking for, you know, different recipes to kind of just help, you know. And I work from home full time for the most yeah. part. So I'm able to fix myself something healthy and, and good. Oh, yeah. So, so I love Oh, yeah. That. Invest, invest. Yes, invest in making that because it is really a treat. Um, <laughs> yeah, really I love treat. that one. And, Every and time all you those, post it. Yeah. And all the ingredients, yeah, like you said, the turmeric and the ginger mm-hmm. help with inflammation in the body, yes. which I know can trigger, um, yes, trigger those episodes that mm-hmm. or rise of um, feeling those symptoms. For sure. Oh yeah, because I can tell right away. My I can tell right away when I wake up. Yeah. One of the things I've um, incorporated into my you know wellness regime was a. Uh, it's called the Strong Woman Syrup. It's out of Oakland. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah. I've I, taken that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That, I discovered it about, about I want to say five, maybe five or six, seven years. It's been a while. But I discovered it, and I was back in Minneapolis, so it's been about four or five, about five years. And I just started ordering it, and I was telling everybody about it, and I was putting it online. And um, it, it's amazing because she, I remember the herbalist, uh, Frida, she said that she had concocted it because her friend couldn't get pregnant because mm. she was so anemic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have extreme anemia. Um, and so I take two tablespoons of that daily. Amazing. And I'm telling you, it yeah. works yes. wonders. Yes. It works wonders. Molasses and that, like if I'm out yes, of strong lemon syrup, molasses. Mm-hmm. I'll take, my grandma used to say, you need some black oh, strong yes. molasses. Yep. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And yep. so I've been, t- it's so nasty, <laughs> but I just take it. I'm like, just take it. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Me back. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's so nasty. But my grandma told me about that because I well, was so anemic when I was a kid. Too. It doesn't have to be. I, I used to actually, my older children, we used to make what's called, what we called kid coffee. And okay. we would mix um, warm up, you know, like a vanilla almond milk and mm-hmm. add the, um, blackstrap molasses to that okay. and mix it up and it looked like coffee you know with cream in it and yeah. we called it kid coffee and they would drink it <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I'm totally doing that time because I'm like this is so nasty it doesn't have to be so bad <laughs> okay okay because that cause that I could do yeah you know, that I could do warm because I have my morning drinks anyway you know yeah. with my uh plant-based because I'm not a big yeah. coffee person I'm more of a tea yeah you know, herb person. So that's is great. It, Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Is it, um, the, is it taproot medicine? Because I've been buying yes. their syrups as well. The wellness yep. syrup, mm-hmm. um, my son and I have been taking through, you know, the COVID and then yes. also the, the lung one, strong lung. Um, I, I was like, let that me one. get my lungs, yes. you know, just strong so that mm-hmm. um, if anything decides to to come in, um, it will just be able to have its defenses already. So I've been taking those pretty consistently over the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. I totally have since the COVID and everything. And my yeah. sister and I were texting last night, um, as I was saying earlier, she lives out there and she told me she had 
uh, walking pneumonia. Oh, and wow. so I sent oh, her yeah. the taproot oh, medicine. Oh, get the, the lung. The lung. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, she said yes. she made her own because she's very, you know, well versed in that yes. as well. Yeah. Um, and, and I said, well, check this out because this is a really good one too. Yes. And I know people talk a lot about the pollution in, in California and stuff oh like my that. Gosh. And my sister just yes. said it's just so bad. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I had no idea. The pollution, the fight, the, oh my gosh, between the lung challenges with COVID and mm-hmm. then we're right in the midst, although the fire, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah. The fire, okay. um, fires, the quality of air. Yeah. So oh, yeah. like lungs on fire sometimes mm-hmm. from all of that for sure. So that, that strong lung syrup is, is great. And I could make something, but I'm like, she's making an amazing I know. quality syrup. Yes. I'm just going to support her. That's, yes, <laughs> definitely. That's what I yeah. want to do. I'm like, well, what, yeah. you know, I was making little con- uh, concoctions and then certain teas and stuff, respiratory is what I've been doing. And then the black cumin oil, I take that, uh, the oil of oregano, I take that. Um, you know, during this COVID and the pandemic, I, I kind of just, you know, up the ante on that. And, um, you know, it's been really helpful. So let's, let's kind of wrap it up. And, um, so my last question for you, um, is how do you leave the door open for other women? Hmm. Well, I, I, I really feel like I do that by sharing, transparently from my own personal story. Um, I think that just opens the door for other women to, um, to share, um, to inquire and ask questions or, you know, if they feel, um, inspired to join one of my detox groups. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I decided many years ago, I think it was when my my older children's father and I were splitting apart and mm-hmm. um, I just decided people would tell me you guys were the perfect couple and this oh. and that and all yeah. this stuff and I was just mm-hmm. like can we just demystify this idea that everyone yeah. is living this perfect life and doesn't have challenges that would lead to you know a separation or mm-hmm. things like that so i just decided to start speaking the truth yes. about relationships about relationship dynamics you know about my yeah. health as i've mm-hmm. gone through various health health um journeys and health scares i yeah. share that i recently talked a little bit about you know, being in family court for my younger mm-hmm. son and things like that. And just like, let's just stop making everything so taboo. Yeah. Um, and normalize open and normalize it. Yeah. yeah. And now that, you know, I'm almost 49 and sitting in the midst of, you know, perimenopause, I'm like, can mm-hmm. we talk about that too? Because nobody's talking. I've been thinking about, about that it. a lot yeah. lately. Because my, yeah. my sister just turned 50. Mm-hmm. I'm 45. My sister mm-hmm. and I are five years apart, but then okay. my cousin and I, she's two years. And I think my cousin started perimenopause and she was kind of telling me different things. Mm-hmm. And I've lately I've been very, very curious and doing, you know, some research about, you know, um, that because I'm 45. I mean, yes. come on, like I want to get yeah. ahead of it. Yes. And that is something that we don't talk about very yeah. often. Yeah, not at all. And it's not just a, it one day you're bleeding and the next day you've stopped there's like potentially a, a process that you go through for about 10 years where you're 
body starts shifting and your hormones start shifting and all of that and many of us are in that right now and no Mm -hmm. one's really recognizing it as that because a lot of people don't talk about it openly and so I ended up and it's scary for some people I think oh yeah yeah, um, I ended us. up <laughs> inviting a group of women friends of mine to join. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Dancing the In-Between, and it's all of us kind of are in similar age group and sharing about our, our journey through this um, phase okay. in our life. And yeah, just being able to have more, because I was having a lot of private conversations with friends sure, about yeah. it, but I was like, mm-hmm. let's open this up and let's have some real like open dialogue about this because um yeah that was awesome so and i'd love to have you guys on at some point you know maybe something that could be like zoom or something we could do because that would be amazing i love that um women coming together and just kind of you know talking about the real things that go on with us as women and not being afraid to say hey you know like i'm experiencing this this exactly or you know how are you handling this no i think i think that would be great we'll definitely do a part two with you so, um, so staying this is, transparent is, I yes. would say, that, that how I leave the door open, for sure. Which is really good, and I can attest to that because I've been following you for a few years, and that's one of the things that I appreciate about you is that you are transparent and you you normalize, you know, things that need to be said and be open about because I was just having a conversation with one of my girlfriends the other day, and she was saying, she sent me the sweetest text, and she goes, Brandy, Thank you for helping me learn how to be more honest. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. I said, thank you. She said, yeah, I've learned a lot from you about just really saying how I really feel and not 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 saying how I feel because I'm afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. Because I remember a few conversations and I said, just, you know, just just be honest about it. Like, yeah, you you may hurt someone's feelings, but I think it's more genuine when you can say hey that wasn't my intention but this is yes. what this is how i see it or this yes. is how i'm experiencing it so it was really nice to get that text um because yes. you know that's how i leave the door open yes. is you know allowing women to be themselves and mm-hmm. be transparent and me wanting to have you know this podcast was born out of my love of wellness mm-hmm. my love of of women um in terms of women of color all women mm-hmm. not just women mm-hmm. of color but my love of sharing and storytelling and just being able to have, you know, a, a, a safe place um, yes. where we can discuss things that, you know, maybe it will help another woman. You know, she can tune in and, and she can do the work on her own, but she yes. knows that she's not by herself. So, yes, yes. So that's awesome. And, and to move, thank you so much for um, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Um, let's let the listeners know where they can find you at either on the gram or your uh, website. Where can they find you at? Because you as you said, you're a teacher, but you also have different detox classes and uh, retreats yes. and different things like that that you facilitate, right? Yes, yes. So okay. um, my Instagram is probably most up to date, mm-hmm. or is, I should say, um, holistic, um, holistic with a W, W-H, um, mm-hmm. holistic, <laughs> yep. instead of with an H at the beginning, holistic underscore shine. And then okay. um, my website, holisticshine.com, um, again, spelled W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, shine.com. Um, you can look on there. And I have um, my services page where I, I try to update it with 
things I'm offering. Mm-hmm. And then also the blog section has recipes that I've posted since I created it in 2014. I haven't posted a new blog recipe in years, mm-hmm. but all the recipes still um, are great references. And then I also have on there a link to my um, Uchu Botanical, which are my botanical offerings. And okay. I, I highlight the flower essences also Uchu Botanical on Instagram and you can go to my Holistic Shine page and probably find a tag to mm-hmm. um, Uchu Botanical on Instagram as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. on there because I found, I was like, I want to check out the Uchu Botanical. Yeah, you can yeah. find it. So you can find to move online again at Holistic underscore Shine on Instagram. Uh, that's with a W, Holistic or um, HolisticShine.com and also Uchu Botanical, you can you can find the link or tag on her Instagram. Thank you, thank you again, Timu, for you know blessing us with your presence on the yeah. podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank um, you for ha- inviting me. I, yes. I we've never met, and <laughs> no, we um, haven't. But you reached out, and I was like, sure, especially yes. because I was just closing out the twenty-one day detox and always mm-hmm. feeling extremely inspired to just share so yes thank well, you for, awesome. for having me i love me. that yes no no you have been a pleasure and i'm glad we could connect when you know clear mind clear spirit clear soul you know you're ready ready to take on the world as usual but a detox always helps yes so thank you thank you again for being on the podcast i really appreciate that and as always everyone this is the green four collective podcast you know it's about loving educating empowering uh providing a safe place for you to be yourself Um, Until next time, I'm Brandy, and thank you for tuning in to the Green 4 Collective Podcast. Thank you so much, Tumu. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.